What'd you say, Dave? What did you say? Happy birthday, buddy. <laughs> I knew you said that, but then what was the question you asked? Well, how old are you? 45? Yes, I am 45. Otherwise known as old as fuck. Halfway to 90. Yeah. Halfway to 90. Holy fuck. You'll never make it. Huh? You'll never make it to 90. I'm, I'm surprised you made it to 45. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I never would have thought I'd make it this far. You'll make it further than me, though. What do you mean? You're going to be... my bet. You're, you're like uh, only six months younger than me. I know, but... Or not even four months younger than me or something. Like five. Yep. <laughs> so like, you're not going to make it uh, five more months? I don't think so. Well, no, not than you. What are you talking about? I you think, think that you won't live as long as me? Yeah. Like, I'll make it to 45, but, but I won't make it as... You won't like, make it six months... Uh, like That's right. I, you won't make it as much as close as six months to my death date. That's right. I'll die before six months. Yeah. Or no. Six months has nothing to do with it. I'm gonna die before you die. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> you think that's gonna happen? Yeah. Oh, so even uh, you think even before I die? Yeah. Even though you're younger than me, you're still. Oh yeah. Not only you're gonna, not gonna make it to the age I'm gonna make it to, you're not gonna even see the same sunrise that I see. Oh yeah, definitely not. Why? Because of your because of your huskiness? Is it because of your huskiness? <laughs> it might be part of it. Stress it's the level. Whole, it's the whole uh, health package. Plus, I don't go to the doctor. So there's probably something wrong with me that I don't know about. Oh, you think that's what it is? So even though I have a diagnosis of cancer, <laughs> that I'm not the most responsible person with my health, right? That I uh, make progressively. Uh, Worse choices as time goes on. And uh, you feel that uh, even given this this pattern that you see, you still feel that I'm going to... Oh, yeah. There's uh, something really wrong with me. Yeah, there is. I don't know what it is, though. I think it's a mental issue, though. It's not going to kill you. It could be. But I don't know. Maybe it could kill you. You know, you never know. Could just something could burst in that little brain of yours. My brain could explode. Yeah. Your head could second. just blow up. You got a lot of stress on you, Dave. A lot of stress. You know what? Sometimes people, they look for things when they're under stress. <laughs> you might say they... I look for the Dutch hall when I'm under stress. It always relieves my stress. Ah, that's nice to hear. Well, thank you. That's like a birthday present for me, Dave, to hear that we're doing some good work, God's work here at the Dutch hall. It's like you're giving me a birthday present. Thank you. You're welcome. I was leading into the seeker bit. Just trying to make it work. <laughs> my mustache wasn't long enough to give it to you to wrap it up, so... Oh, man, that's two things so I try I to get you to talk about what I was talking about. You talk about something different. You know what I'm saying? Seeker. I'm going to do it all night. See, I'm leading you into the opener. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you right what I'm doing. I'm leading you to the opener, right? Hey, Dave, you know, sometimes people, they look for things <laughs> to make it so their head doesn't explode. You know what I mean? I don't look for things. Not things that are wrong with me anyway. Yeah, he's a very he's a, a Dave, Dave the Bit Killer Charters. <laughs> Just play the song already. Happy birthday, pal. Thank you. Searching low and high 
Thank you, buddy. You know, uh, 45 years on this globe, you know, I, I've learned a thing or two, Dave. I learned a thing or two. And, uh, you know, you kind of blew my opening with the beginning part. You stole it, you know, about people finding life in the Dutch Hall when they're seeking for things. Oh, that's uh, true, man. That was the whole thing. You blew it. Happy birthday to me. Just hit the theme song already. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. It's a great spot, live from the Dutch Hall. Welcome everybody live from the Dutch Hall. We are Canada's only late night talk show and the greatest podcast ever to come out of Pool Shed in Pine Grove, Ontario. Barn on everyone, barn on. No bars at all. And I believe we are that way because we have the greatest band in Canadian late night history, The Nocturnal Emissions. Comprised this week of the people who loved Pete Van Dyke the most that comes on his birthday show. And I mean that in many ways. I mean they came to the Dutch Hall and they also ejaculated in their pants tonight. Twice. <laughs> Look at the guy sitting in the seat to my very left. It's Dave the Rooster Charters, everybody. Let's hear it for him. Hello, YouTube. 
Beside him, playing lead guitar tonight, this is a good friend of the show. He's our number one sub, you know? He's like, he's like the fifth Beatle of the Nocturnal Emissions, except there's already five. The sixth Nocturnal Emission, is that what it is? Is there already five? Yeah, it's six. He's the sixth Nocturnal Emission. I don't consider him a sub. He's in. He's there's in. no such thing as a sub. He's all in. Anyways, Braden Dekuman, everybody. And in the corner where it rightly belongs, hanging between the legs of the nocturnal emissions, swinging low, that's the balls, Whiskey, Wes Higgins. Playing bass. And tickling the skins. Screw the CRTC, we don't need their rules this week. We got a German on drums, Steve the Reluctant German, everybody. And that's the director there. Paul, get a nice tight shot of yourself because you're gonna, people are going to want to see your face. Look at him. Look at that guy sitting behind there. He's directing, for heaven's sakes. This guy's a builder, but he's also my brother. He's also our bartender. He's also a bus driver. He's Paul Van Dyke, everybody. Hello, Paul. Molly. Capturing this uh, for posterity in one of the very few shows we have left here in the actual pool shed. Is our good friend Tyler Shazma, everybody. And now it's the host for the show. It's your two time. Two time. It's the birthday boys. 45 folks, it's Pete Van Dyke. Uh, what a lively crowd. What, hey, hey, thank you. Eh? It's a nice and crowd. Just, hey. Hot crowd. Hot and let's crowd. just relax into it like a nice warm bath. Oh, yeah. You know what, guys? It's Welcome a birthday back, show. Everybody. I like to think that the birthday shows, we like build them up a little bit. And uh, we like to, I like to believe this is our fifth one, fifth birthday show that we've had because it's a fifth year. I started this show when I was 40. Now I'm 45. That's how it works. That's fucked up. When five more birthdays happen, <laughs> you turn 45, right? And I, I captured 41. Uh, I uh, captured 42, 43, 44, and now 45. But I never ca captured my 40th, but I captured yours, right, Dave? Oh, yeah, we had a big birthday show at my house. So that's right. Yeah, on the 40th, right? Yeah, that was an early one. That was like... Uh, yeah, one of the very... Started. We started in December, and your birthday yeah. was in February. So, yeah, we, yeah, it was like one of the first shows ever. Yeah. That was, I think... Uh, Under 10 shows. Where sure. we wrote feedback, we got feedback. Oh, yeah. In, in, at your house in Burford. That's right. It just happened. That's back when we used to do. Sorry, Lori. Adrian Vero was there. Our buddy Adrian. Adrian Vero was there, and uh, Mike Bo, and yeah. you, and me for that episode. It was great. Yeah, Rooster's 40th birthday. It was a great show. I really enjoyed it, and uh, that was when we made a commitment that we were going to take the show on the road, and we were going to go to different places. Like we went to Burford. Yeah. Yeah. We went to uh, Leamington, uh, not with the band that time, but with uh, just uh, me and Jane did a show in Leamington the yep. one time. And uh, remember that we uh, that we try to get the word out to spread it like grassroots. Yep. We wanted to grassroots it, you know. We and went to uh, Kelowna, BC. Yeah, we went to, but yeah, that was just a vacation. That was a disguised but vacation. But we did a show. We did a show. Yeah, yeah. That's different though. I'm talking when we go to a place for the purpose of a show. Well, you brought your gear. <laughs> I guess. I guess so. If I was like writing it off for the tax man, I would <laughs> write that off. I oh, say yeah. it was show purpose. I did a, a show. Fucking yeah. Really did. I did a show. So I get to write it, but I can't. I don't think I don't have the balls to do that anymore. 
especially after the way I treated uh, CRA. I got audited, right? Uh, on the behalf of a company that I represent. Just now? Like this year? Yeah, like a couple weeks, a month oh, ago. Audit, getting audited is the fucking worst. Like for the last six shows at least I've had on my paper of show prep, um, CRA audit, like Canada Revenue Agency audit, you know? Fuck them. What? I'm going to say it right on air. Fuck you, CRA. Wow. Okay. I'm going to I'm really shocked at this cuz Charters usually plays the more conservative role on the show, yeah. you know. It's usually he's talking me off the ledge, you know. Yeah, and you know what? When you're conservative, you shouldn't get fucking audited. So huh? fuck them. I got audited too. Not this year, but in the past. And okay. I didn't fucking like it. I'm going <laughs> to I didn't like it either, but I had a different attitude. I'll tell you that right now. This is my attitude. I treated it like I don't know the rules because that require easy for you to say. What? <laughs> what he means to say, people, is requires. I do not use it like using the Q U. The Q <laughs> and the U's relationship seems too like interdependent, and I just don't. I don't like to like. Yeah. Why don't you go out on your own once in a while? Q? Yeah. What do you need you? Why do you need the U all the time? Q. Just go out. Q. Go out without you. You Have can be time. Q without you. LGBTQ, it's on its own. It's on its own. There's no you there. I know you're sitting there. You feel a little alone. Qatar. Qatar didn't need fucking Q, or you did it. You know what I'm saying? Qatar didn't need it. It yeah. turned into a K then. Fuck the Q. The Q goes on its own. It turns into a K. Q's all fucking feels bold. I don't have the, Q, I don't have the U around. He, he wants me to be the Q all the time, but I'm like, I want to make K sound. I don't want to go qua. I don't want to go qua. I want to go ka. Yeah. Hey. Four letters that can go fuck themselves. Q and CRA. <laughs> you don't like Q. I was I was blaming it on you. I thought you was kind of like a tag. Me? No, you. Oh, the letter U. <laughs> what is this? Dave, I Street? like how that was almost like the who's on first bit. Almost. Until Dave went no the letter Q. If it, Dave was like if me we were if we were Abbott and Costello, uh, it would go who's on first, uh, and I go oh. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, third base. And then, uh, he, are you talking about the guy's names? Is his name actually who? That would be the end of the bit, yeah. right, Dave? Yeah. yeah. You Grown. see how you... <laughs> that's like the old... That's like a... Uh, that's that, what I do. That bit was from, like, what, the 30s or something? Yeah, or the old vaudeville days. Old vaudeville, right? And and that's the, that formula has been used a zillion times in comedy, right? Like a zillion times oh, yeah. over, right? That same who's on first thing. I just yeah. saw it on a commercial the other day. They worked it, and it was the same joke, right? The same premise. Yeah. And uh, even still, with something that old and like ingrained into our nature and culture, you still fucked it up, eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's okay. You know that sometimes they they say you want to have a uh, like a, a sidekick on a talk show like this <laughs> that makes you look like you are um, that makes you look good, you know. It would be like having an ugly bridesmaid or having like a, a shitty opening act, you know, that makes you look like a good headliner, even because you're not a headliner. You're just pretending to be a headliner. So you get someone who looks real shitty and then you look good by comparison. You know yeah. what I mean? And then uh, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're going to play if you're going to play a big tour, do you want to get a band that's better than you to open for you every time on tour? No. And if they're better, you better make their sound sh real shitty. Yeah, and definitely their light show's got to be garbage, and you can't make them look like the hat. Yeah, remember the we saw the Arctic Monkeys <laughs> open for Queens of the Stone Age, and their sound was just shit for the Arctic Monkeys? Yeah, but you know what I'd love to see is a tour of three bands, let's say, 
three bands who are like equals. And sometimes you go and the one band closes and sometimes another band closes and it kind of rotates through, you know, like they all just take their turns. It's like a... Guns N' Roses and Metallica did that in the early 90s and yeah. it didn't really work out. No, but they didn't do that. They, they two, but... Yeah, but Metallica, well, no opened, Metallica opened for Guns N' Roses on that tour. Metallica never... But it was a co-headliner too. I mean, you can't have them both playing at the same. Somebody's got to go first. Yeah, I know, but Metallica always went first. Uh, That's what I mean. It wasn't like flip-flop, you know? It was always Metallica went first, but Metallica like uh, blew them out of the water, yeah. uh, performance-wise, and then the, they ended up looking shitty. And then Metallica couldn't open for anyone after that. They had to headline yeah. because nobody would want them to open for him anymore because he couldn't follow them. And Guns N' Roses found that out because they were like established and kind of like uh, like already huge. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Metallica was kind of like a like. A, had like a cult following you know like a small like like there used to be real heavy and people like it was just like real metal guys that like metallica mm. and then they all of a sudden at that was when they hit it like the mainstream yeah. yeah 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 when they all of a sudden hit it big and then it became like the biggest band ever or whatever yeah like let's say the nocturnal emissions and uh crown the lion and the mccartney years all toured together <laughs> you never know who is going to close be the weirdest <laughs> fucking tour. that would be a great tour i'm out <laughs> I think that we should have uh, uh, the nocturnal emission. No, I would say no. Like like a real like I say. Let's put it. On, I'll put it on a real bill here for reals. I'd say like let's say the equal bands. Like you'd go like uh, Foo Foo Fighters, um, uh, Queens of the Stone Age, uh, Jack White. Oh yeah. They would be like they're all headliners for sure. They're all headliners, right? So if you had three headliners like that, but they're all buddies or something, they all got along, and then they would just be like, "Hey, man, tonight you're the he- you're the headliner. I'm the opener," you know. And then they just you just didn't know which what you're gonna get, which city you go to. You don't know what lineup you're gonna yeah. get. But as a concert goer, that'd be great. Yeah, and everyone has a good light show, and everyone sounds good. Yeah, and it's good all the way through. It's always good to know not like not know what you're gonna get. Like when we saw Jack White in Toronto, remember, and we didn't know if it was going to be the girl band or the guy band that played with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I think I think I think that aspect of it is good, but yeah. I also what I'm also trying to get at is that the the um, like the um, the quality. Like if you have like I remember we watched who was it that uh, Arctic Monkeys opened for? It was like uh, it was Queens, right? It was Queen. Was yeah, it Queens? Queens, was it Queens of Stone Age? Yeah. And Arctic Monkeys are a great band. But they made them look like shit, right? At the beginning, it was all yeah. dark. Their lighting was garbage. The sound wasn't as good. And then the headliner came out and looked great, right? Yeah. Why couldn't the opening band look great if they were trying to make the opening band look good? You know, if they had enough confidence in themselves to close, why couldn't the opening band look good too? Right. And give the audience an awesome show all the way through there's is what no, I'm asking. There's no arc then. It's, it's got to always get better. Awesome, and then it's just awesome. There's nothing to compare that awesomeness to. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think the sheer fact that it's awesome after awesome would be good, right? Like a like a, they did a, a Billy Joel, Elton John yeah. concert. So if you threw Paul Simon in there, I'm not saying I would go to that, but if you're in that crowd, um, you know, I yeah. guess I guess you'd be excited when Paul Simon came up. Maybe you don't like Billy Joel as much or whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't like Billy Joel. <laughs> it's all. been established. I don't like Billy Joel, yeah. but I, I, yeah, I would go. You know, I don't. That's a good point, and that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's like more marketing, like corporate marketing. 
where they say like, hey, this is what you got to do. And if, but if you can pull it off, like we went to that bridge school benefit that charters you and I went to it yeah, in California, I, and it was star studded from top yeah. to bottom. Yeah, That's true. and uh, you never really realize like, hey, uh, I need a break or it's gonna get better or whatever. Yeah. It was just fucking cool the whole time, you know. Like the Foo Fighters were in the middle. Yeah, Tony Bennett. I think Tony Bennett played after the Foo Fighters. No, before or just before. You're like, yeah, the yeah. Foo Fighters had to follow Tony Bennett, and they were bitching about it. You and know, Tony Bennett killed it, like. Because they're like, how are we supposed to follow that? Tony Bennett in San Francisco, you know, he's playing I Left My Heart in San Francisco to close. It sounds great. Just leaning on the piano. (laughs) Yeah. Crooning. Oh, he's giving it. Like, even, like, I was taught by my dad. My dad, my dad does not like Tony Bennett. Never been a Tony Bennett fan. (laughs) Willie. He believes that Tony Bennett is uh, the character in The Godfather, you know, (laughs) that is based on Tony Bennett. Because he believes Tony Bennett has no talent and and, uh, that. I thought it was based on Frank Sinatra, actually. Because Frank Sinatra needed a microphone. That makes more sense. Right? He, he, he didn't have a booming voice. He couldn't. Right. He needed, once they had the amplified uh, sound with a microphone, Frank Sinatra got to have a career. But if they didn't, if he had to be on stage, like back in like the olden days or whatever, and, and he would uh, and just sing, he would be like a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would like Frank Sinatra, right? Because he didn't have a strong enough voice to like project, you know what I mean? Mm. He had a good sounding voice, but it wasn't loud. Yeah, yeah, it didn't have the loudness. Good tone. Yeah. Let's Where Tony part- Bennett actually, when I saw him in person, my point was, even though my dad had it ingrained in my head that Tony Bennett is garbage, and I would not like him, and I had that really going into it. Like my, I believe my dad. Like I thought he was, a, he was a good judge of character, and I was gonna like this guy's gonna be garbage. But I tell you, he was great. He was really good. He wow, he was yeah. like good. Like you were watching him, and you're like, he's this old man's a good singer, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's the really whole manly. crowd was into it. Like, yeah, was, he he got amazing. everybody into yeah. it. And at the beginning, people were all like, oh, what the hell's Tony Bennett doing here with all these rock stars? And then yeah. they're all like, like oh, oh this guy's really talented. Yeah. yeah, he was good. So I don't know if he was that guy from The Godfather. I'm gonna go with my Frank Sinatra theory. I think so. Let's or do a birthday shot. Geraldo. Yeah. Hey. Geraldo. Birthday shot is on our wheel. You want me to introduce Her- the wheel? Geraldo? Like Rivera? <laughs> no, Geraldo. You know Geraldo? Rivera? Like the talk show? The rapper guy? He's a singer. Singer? Yeah, he's a singer. Late 90s? Anyone? Uh, Rico. Suave. Suave. Oh. You know Rico Suave? Yeah. Geraldo. Oh. That's who sings Rico Suave. Oh. Did you think his name was Rico Suave? I I never I didn't even know it was a song. I've just heard people say Rico. You've Suave. never heard the song Rico Suave? <laughs> no. Are you never. kidding me? Charles no. is lying. Yeah. You've heard it. You've sang it in your car, and you've uh, kind of thought uh, homosexual thoughts about Geraldo. <laughs> I'm thinking all three of those things he's done. All right. Then his Catholicness kicks in. Look it up. Then it and then his guilt takes over. And then you, you block, block it out, it and out. you say, I've never heard Geraldo anymore. I've never heard Rico Suave, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know that song, man. If I, someone put it on their phone. Hey, Jane. Hey, Shaz, can you put Rico Suave on hey, your they're phone? they're pouring shots you fl- over Oh, there. you have a flip phone. I have a flip phone, and it's in my yeah, car. Yeah. <laughs> I like Shazma because uh, he's young, so I think he's, like, no, more... Tech, like and he is because he's like ta- like he's in that world of technology and he's talented and all that oh, stuff. Yeah, he's got cameras and all kinds. of But shit. then part of think. him, part of Shaz goes like to X-ray the, vision with those new glasses. Goes back to the, like the Stone Ages. Part of Shaz goes back to like I don't even want a chainsaw. I want to I want to 
uh, chop the tree with my uh, with with a stone that I that I sharpened with a uh, you know. Yeah. With what? With what do you sharpen a stone with? Steel? Another stone. Just Another chisel. stone. Yeah. You just chisel it away. Chisel it away on your front porch. I got a question for you, Shaz. Is Oakland in the playoffs? No, they got beat out in the wild card game. Ah, oh, uh, but you're still rocking the hat. Yeah, so. I thought you're a Jays hat. fan, but I guess you're an Oakland fan too. I'm also an Oakland fan. You know what he also likes? Hats. Got you're a, a hat ba- fan. I got a lot of hat hats. Hat fan. But I do only, I do wear hats of ball teams that I actually watch. Yeah, I know you're a baseball fan, so. But I know Oakland got Who are you cheering for in the playoffs? I don't know. I guess who's left? So Milwaukee and uh, L.A. and then Boston and Houston? Houston's still in there? I don't know. I haven't really been following it. I don't know. I, like, I, don't really, I guess I like Milwaukee if yeah. that's the picks to go right now. Beer town. Fucking right. Milwaukee's in the... Laverne and Shirley? See, that's how I'm, I, I'm so out of sports. Milwaukee's in the playoffs? Potato, oh, yeah, potato. Yeah. Milwaukee's th- definitely up there. And they're good, too, right? Yeah. I thought they were sucked forever, eh? Did they? I don't know. They've been good the last few years. Yeah? yeah. Would you ever... Okay, Shazma, do you, know, do you have a hat of a professional ball team that you'd love to wear, but you hate the team? You like the hat, uh, hate the team? I... Yeah, I have a red Texas hat that I'll never wear. All right, because you can't stand Texas? I don't Texas? like Texas after that whole debacle with the Jays and people getting punched out and stuff. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I like that Fuck series, Texas. man. That was a great yeah. series. Yeah, so I can't wear the hat. You own it, though. You actually own it? It was given to me with a bunch of hats. I just have, I have a bucket full of hats. Do you have a sports team, uh, a piece of clothing that you won't wear? You got it, but you don't. you won't wear it? Because you must have in a case of beer or something like that. You get like a toque, free toque or something. It's got like the... No. I would give it away or throw it in the garbage. Okay. Like I'm it, not well, a big sports fan, though. But If you get a case of beer and it comes with a free hat... I got a case of beer that had a bunch of logos on the cans, like uh, football teams. There were six different football teams on the cans, their logos, and I drank every beer in the case. Okay, that's not my and question. I recycled them. The qu- that wasn't even at all my question. What are you doing? You go <laughs> now. You have to answer the fucking question this time. Pay attention, okay? <laughs> I even forgot it. Do you remember what I asked him? If I have a piece of clothing, yeah, I... you, you. But in the case of beer, sometimes you know how you get free shit. Yeah. Well, you get a free hat or something, right? He answered it. He said no. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I never buy those cases of beer. You don't buy Budweiser, or. Or, now, but, or Bud Light? If there's a football or something in the Budweiser, I will not buy it because there's something in it that I don't want. <laughs> if there's a T-shirt? Yeah. <laughs> you'll, you won't buy the case of beer because there's a T-shirt in it? Yeah. Wow. That's different. I never met a person like you in yeah, my life. You just fight incentive? You're just like, I can get something extra, but I don't yeah, want it. Yeah, fuck that. If, if it's something extra that I like, I'll buy it. If it's a like beer a I like. I wouldn't buy something for the incentive if I don't like the product, and I won't buy the product if the incentive is something I don't like. Really? Yeah. See, that's where I differ from you. I would just buy the product I like. <laughs> for free shit. If I get, yeah. no, not for the free shit. If the free shit's in there, I'm like, oh, free shit. What do you have? What sports, I'm still buying what, the shit I'm going to. What gonna, sports clothing do you have that you won't wear or will wear? You open that fucking cupboard up there <laughs> and look at all the shit that'll pour out of it. There's Green Bay hats and there's goddamn, uh, what is that? There's a Green Bay t-shirt. Hey. Hey. There's more sports no, clothing up in there for anybody who likes any sports team. And you know what? It's Pete Van Dyke's birthday today. 
after the show, everyone in this room <laughs> gets to raid this cabinet. Oh, yeah. Take whatever you want out of it. Everybody gets one item. One item. Like Don't be on greedy. One be item. Greedy. One got item. Any, got any Canuck stuff? Uh, I doubt it. Uh, I doubt it. It's probably mostly like football, American football stuff. That's what's up there. I don't know, know about football, eh? That's a thing. I never ever played it, and I don't know the rules. And I watch it on Super Bowl when I get drunk and eat chili. I thought that was really fun. <laughs> and I would be like one of the people that sh- would be in the room with the girls talking about the uniforms because I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah. Even the chili you made that is so hot, you can barely eat one spoonful of it. Yeah, isn't this it's a fun so party? Good. And they're like, shh, the guy's going to fucking blank the blank. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Right? And I'm like, great game. I say, you know, like, I like the, I watch a halftime show with the girls. <laughs> clean Ricky up. Spears. Clean up the chili. When it's like the fourth uh, quarter at the end, when everybody's like uh, really quiet, you know, and we're yeah. just washing dishes laughing because <laughs> I'm so hammered. <laughs> Speaking of hammered, where's the birthday shots? Oh yeah, how's that coming along? Well, I thought you said you wanted. It's oh yeah, let's the do the wheel. Let's go to the wheel. Yeah, we have a wheel on. for my birthday. It's called the Wheel of Birthday Fun. It's got uh, I think eight sub- subjects on, or eight uh, topics or sections on it. And uh, you'll notice at the top here, we got birthday shot. Hey, it starts out uh, there, yeah. oh. hey, so there's no it. need to spin it. It's already at the very top. Uh, beside birthday shot is a, a category called Go Deep with Pete. Beside that is Can I Get Some Weed? Beside that is a picture of Michael Bow looking like a uh, some sort of an Amish person. Just another Friday night for Michael. The next category, Doug Ford. Followed by Hello Belgium. And yeah. Count Your Blessings. And a picture of a very pleasant looking Kev Belanger. <laughs> And it brings us back to birthday shots, everyone. So. Thanks, Paul. We've got to have a one. What is that, carrot juice? Wait, what's going on? (laughs) What is this? What's going on? Which one do we do first? Well, we'll do this one first, or whatever. Whatever you'd like first. And then, uh, so everybody, this is just for the birthday. This is uh, uh, kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but everyone to live from the Dutch Hall oh, for the fifth yeah. birthday show. It's really a birthday show for everybody. And uh, how I g- thank you very much for everybody coming in today. And, Brayden, you know what? I feel sorry about saying you were a, a sub because oh. Charles set me right. I'm clearly a dom. He's yeah. so dominant. Yeah, he's definitely a dom. You know? There's no way he would be a... Anyways, cheers, everyone. Pros. Yeah. What do they say in Germany, Steve? <laughs> do we really drink carrot juice? <laughs> is that what's going on? Did you drink carrot juice? Not yet. Carrot juice is fucking delicious. Did you try it? Ah, great. Ah. Yeah, it's good, man. <laughs> oh, I hate Jägermeister. Yeah, I'm not supposed to drink alcohol because it's bad. Oh. And, uh, it's quite nice, really. But then uh, the, I got a list of foods that are good and a list of foods that are bad. Mm-hmm. The good ones are like um, very few. And the bad ones are like all of them. (laughs) (laughs) I walked around a grocery store for like a fucking hour just being like, uh, I found four things I could eat. Oh, do you have to go to that little middle section where it's all like the uh, natural shit? They don't put anything that I need together, no. No, and that natural shit, read the fucking labels. It's bullshit, right? I can't eat that either. There's potato chips in there. I can't eat any of that fucking shit. Like, I swear to God, I couldn't find a granola bar I could eat. I couldn't find uh, like oat, oat like uh, I found one thing of oatmeal. Mm. I got walnuts, carrots, and then I got some fucking carrot juice from me. So everyone's 
Jane, Jane made this carrot juice. Delicious. And this is showing you. Is this straight up carrot juice? When yeah. you get to be my age, this is the, this is the, the I'll call the future that you'll have to look forward to, Charters, when you turn my age. <laughs> is there booze in it? There's no booze in this. Oh. This is your booze. This will be my booze in the future, carrot juice. Because I am too old to drink alcohol anymore, mm. I have to give up all the pleasures of life and just drink this shit from now on. Oh, that's good. Carrot this juice. is my new life I live in. If I want... You think you're going to outlive good. me, Charles? Drink this. You're going to do it, man. You're going to outlive me. It's good. It's surprisingly tasty. I'm sure Jane Squeeze is a good carrot. <laughs> yeah, Jane actually uh, put a, a pail of carrots in the kitchen, just stomped on her feet until they turned into juice. I don't like it. What? What's up, Doc? Drink it all the way down. Like You got to do it like a shot. No, not little, not little nips. You drink it like a whole all the way down. Oh, now so you get gross. the full carrot. You get the full carrot. It tastes like a carrot, but it's not a carrot. <laughs> it is a carrot. It was a carrot. It tastes exactly like a carrot. Do you think carrots are gross when you eat carrots, no, Dave? I like carrots, but that's I like gross. the crunch of a carrot. It's a carrot soup. How can he say he likes carrots? Do you like carrot soup? Probably. But I don't like carrot juice because it's... <laughs> Just cold carrot soup. <laughs> it tastes exactly like a carrot, which he likes. Oh, I don't like it this way. <laughs> You're still getting drunk tonight, though, right? Huh? Yeah. Okay, good. I've drank all these. A little bit of a cheat. Let's I have odd cheats. Thursday night, <laughs> alcohol. A little bit of alcohol on Thursday nights. Mostly carrot juice. A little bit of carrot juice. And then I do another cheat. It's called... Uh, uh, Your own jizz. Oh, we'll get to it on the wheel. We'll get to it on the wheel. But before the wheel, we got to do a segment we call Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Feedback. Motherfucking feedback. Motherfucking feedback. Uh, welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. This week's program is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. Go to the website, uh, click on the Amazon banner. If you don't see an Amazon banner, it's because you have ad blockers on. Stupid. And just just uh, t- shut them off temporarily. And don't listen to Charters. He, know, he doesn't have to insult you so much. Uh, uh, just just put the ad blockers off. Click on it. Do your shopping. We get money, not the bald guy. And that's going to take over the world. He gets less money. He's like, uh, like what's the Superman guy? Clark Kent. No, bald guy. Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Oh. That guy that owns Amazon is like the real life Lex Luthor. Mm. Right? He's probably doing some crazy shit in his lab. Yeah. I find them to be evil. Rare. I find their whole company to be shit. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to shop there anyways, you might as well give us some money, not them. Right? Simple. Right. Comes right to your door. You like Amazon? You th- you're going to shop there anyway. Uh, but if you think they're evil, then give them less money. And give it to us by going to Live from the Dutch Hall, click, click on the banner, blah, blah, Even blah. Even my 12-year-old can do it. Yeah, people have done it. And it's made us literally tens of dollars. <laughs> tens. <laughs> and Norpak, the beef people. Oh, did you notice yeah. that, Paul? Did you notice what Paul did right there? Yeah, he was lively. That was an enthusiastic. Sure was. Norpak. The beef people. That is not Paul mailing it in. Wow. That's Paul being a real life fucking professional on this commercial because he knows uh, Norpak. The beef people. Came through once oh, we yeah. bitched about him on air. Look at your shirt. Many Look at this times. shirt. They gave me a t shirt. They gave him another nice. shirt uh, for charters. Oh. It didn't fit him. It, it was actually for Paul. 
Oh, we put a big dent in those. Whole bag of them. Yeah, yeah. That was a lot fuller at the beginning of the show. I'll tell you that. You leave them at the bar. Yeah, those (laughs) pepperettes are delicious. Thanks, Danusha. And I'll tell you what he also gave us is a a special, special steak. Mm. And he said it's only for me and Jane to be eaten on a special occasion Mm. where it's romance followed by mouth sex. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry about that, Jane. I don't know. It was him. Sponsor. That's what he wants. It's weird, but we'll do it. <laughs> I didn't read about that in the Bible, but, you know, if a sponsor says it, I don't know. Confused. It's a, it's a different age now. Come on, baby. Anyways, and uh, <laughs> uh, Yarmy Electric. You know what Yarmy Electric is? Bunch of true professionals. Oh, yeah. You know? They're so professional, as a matter of fact, that they have so much business, they don't fucking need yours. How about you let my cousin Derek have a rest for a second, okay? Okay? He bangs people. He has babies. He makes electricity fly through wires and shit. And he's fucking busy. And he's tired. He doesn't need more of your garbage. What he needs to do is get over the harvest hump, come to the church, turn some fucking lights on there. Yeah, I got a hot tub, too. Make magic happen. Give... Polly a hot tub, you know? But what Derek is, is he's ingrained in this Van Dyke family, and we've become quite a, uh, like a, a, f- a self-fulfilling infrastructure, right? Like the Van Dyke family just breeds business, and then we service our own business. We're like Hutterites <laughs> or something, you know? Hutterites? <laughs> yeah, like we're our own community. Like we're all, we could be self-enclosed. I think we could make our own Van Dyke society that doesn't need the rest of the world. Because we have almost, we could, what do we need? Outside of our family. I don't know. If the shit hit the fan and the zombies came in, mm. me and the Van Dykes are going to be fine. You got a gun guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, we yeah. got gun guys. We got gun guys. Got, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. What about brother. a hatchet man? Uh, uh, <laughs> have you ever seen your neighbor swing an axe? He's oh, fucking ready. Jesus. That's how he works up. It's like he keeps his girlish figure. Yeah, we're looking for a plumber. You're talking about Sarah, right? <laughs> Uh, what? We don't have a plumber. We need a plumber, though. We're hoping Julie will date a plumber. My cousin Julie needs to date a plumber. Yeah. She's uh, she's against it. I've told her many times. She needs a plumber. Yeah, maybe I'll take Julie to, uh, I'll just say, like, hey, Julie, because she's my number one cousin. Like, it's clear. We've said it on the air before, right? And uh, Julie actually sent me a nice birthday a message as part of feedback. We got feedback. <laughs> because Julie Franklin is uh, also a super fan of the show. She listens at her place of work. Where she's on the line doing like, uh, uh, what, what is that? Like uh, manufacturing. She does manufacturing. She's in the world, the the world of industry, like charters is. World of industry. Is that what you are? Are yeah. you the master of industry? Is that your title? <laughs> Some might say. Yeah. Do you ever do you have a business card that says Dave Charters Master of Industry? <laughs> no, it got rejected. <laughs> <laughs> but can you? I'm a, I'm I'm gonna be serious right now, Dave, with you. Master of industry. <laughs> Give it a little consideration. You might be the master of industry. <laughs> like the who has got the title master of industry? Just me. Nobody else has it, right? I don't know a master of industry other than you. That's you, right? Yep. Then you're the fucking master of industry, dude. Should be able to go on my business card. Yes. Uh, Vistaprint, they're not even a sponsor of the show, but I know they got a deal going on, man. You get like a fucking hundred of them. Can I give them like my business card and say, just scratch out this part and write Master of Industry? But make if it look exactly the if same. If that's the design you want, 
And that's the design you get from Vistaprint, man. I know that's what they're all about. That's not even a sponsor of the show, but Vistaprint, but they will you be should sure. be. I might contact you next week because <laughs> we can make this work. We're going to give Charters some business cards, Master of Industry. And then what are you going to do with it, Charters? Think about well, what you could do with those cards. Well, I'll hand it out. Who are you going to hand them to? Everyone. That's right, you are. <laughs> and then people are going to know who you are. You are Dave Charters, Master of Industry. Right? Yeah. And when they have an industry-related question, who are they going to ask? Obviously me. That's right, man. You're printing your own money. <laughs> <laughs> this is really working out. Makes perfect sense. Uh, that's it. Van Dyke Party Services, I would usually plug them at this point in time, but I ain't going to. You want to know why? Yeah. Because this is our time to give CleanFlow their comeuppance. Oh. Hey, CleanFlow, you're our number one sponsor of this show. Number one, primary sponsor. Mm -hmm. From the very beginning, our favorite, we've always put you on top. We've said CleanFlow products are the best we've ever been, right? Lube up Dave, life. Dave's put them in his butt. Dave has done things with CleanFlow products that he shouldn't do. It was unhealthy. Update the label, would you? Yeah, because Dave... <laughs> I read every warning on there. Yeah, he, but it didn't say not to do what he did. And you know, his kids aren't going to forget that. They're never going to forget that. They're going to remember that with that can stuck in that place. And it was horrible. Remember the screaming, Dave? Remember those children screaming? Four blocked, Chargers children. I blocked it out. Just, Just screaming. Like Teresa trying to grab the... The tip of that can before yeah. it sucks all the way in. It's right? all slippery from it's the lube. It's slippery from the lube, and it just keeps slipping through her fingers, and she goes, I can't do it. I can't do it. I've do you remember that? <laughs> and the kids are like, why? Why am I watching this? Why can't we just go in another room? This house is huge. You know what I mean? And, and you're just like, you will stay here and learn. Mm, I don't remember that. <laughs> I've got a clean full of multi-tool that probably could have helped you out that day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Shaz won it from a merch closet the one time. He's one of the only people that's one been able to go on a little shopping spree up there. But you know what? Tonight, everybody, whole room's going. Oh, yeah. Oprah. Hey. All right, we got to get through the feedback here. Number one, let's fly through this this oh, week. Let's fly through this week. We got a lot of people that are like coming back. You know, Jane Townsend. Jane Townsend, oh, yeah. uh, oh. you know, she's she helps me out with my insurance. And uh, all of a sudden, she was asking me a few questions, and she uh, got turned on to the show. She decided to give it a check out. She turned came to watch me do stand-up comedy one time, I remember, wow. in, when I did it in Delhi, And it was a, a rowdy night where people were very uh, horrible <laughs> at that place. <laughs> Made me regret ever doing comedy in my hometown again, uh, real, for real. But I will do it again, I promise, Jane. And Jane, uh, she came back. She took a couple weeks off of feedback, and now she's back. Jane says, I wasn't able to watch your show for a couple of weeks, but then I was able to binge on three episodes mm. and got my fix of laughter. Wow. I actually found the latest show to be educational. Huh. Last week's show? Uh, yes, the last week's show. Do you remember the title of it? Mm. It was called... Thin Lip Blowjob. Thin Lip Blowjob. Very <laughs> educational program. And you know what? I appreciate that, because what we mean to do here with our program, Thin Lip Blowjob, especially when we when I titled it, I thought, you know what? This is going to go out to the kids that need to learn. <laughs> they need to learn. <laughs> she said, oh, LOL, she says. Oh. 
Mm. That was a joke. I'm sorry. I took it too serious. Lots of love. <laughs> oh, give me lots of love. Thank you, Dave. I thought I was laughing at my at, at me. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Where was I? I wasn't able to watch your show. I actually found LOL. You uh, taught me something about myself I didn't know. I don't know if it's a good thing or not, but I apparently must be like the back of the room. I must like the back of the room humor. Although I don't really know what that is. Because I thought your Bill Cosby joke was funny. Keep the laughter coming. (laughs) Hey, Jane, if you like that Bill Cosby joke, I didn't even, I just told you the premise. That was just the premise of the joke. When I really get into the details of Bill Cosby's like uh, method acting for the role of Heathcliff Huxtable, you know? His method acting, how deep he got into the role of Heathcliff, how deep he got into the training to be an OBGYN in New York City, (laughs) the depths he went to, the Hollywood starless fibroids he removed. (laughs) Now that man's sitting in prison. Anyways, you know. What do you get? uh, She doesn't know. So Jen... Uh, Jane doesn't know if if it's a good thing or a bad thing to be a back of the room comic. Okay, in my books, it's a good thing, or to to get the back of the room jokes. Right, uh, in my book, it's a good thing. It means that your brain is absolutely broken. You will never fix that thing. It's gonna, going to be this way forever. Just ride it out. You're one of us. You're in the right place. You're listening live from the Dutch Hall. We're gonna take this ride together, Jane. But if you are the back of the room humor fan, you are going to definitely uh, uh, like this program because uh, no one gets us <laughs> at all. So that's what they mean when they say back of the room. It's like the, what the only like uh, four people get, but they really think it's funny, and the rest of the crowd uh, scratches their head. That's uh, back of the room humor. So it's like it's great because the real artists think you're like terrific. But the whole audience think you stink, right? Like the masses hate it. And then, then everyone just like, but the people in the back are saying, oh, man, I don't know how you did that. And you're like, what, are you kidding me? They, they all hate me. Like everyone hates me. And they're like, yeah, but I think it's funny. I was glad you said it, right? <laughs> I said a made up thing about Bill Cosby. I don't get it, you know? <laughs> so when Jane doesn't get it, Everyone doesn't get it, Jane. Don't worry about it. But you are one of us. It's proven uh, with your feedback. Thank you very much for for continuing to listen. Um, you know what? Let's go. To, let's go right to our regulars here. We got to go into uh, this lady that uh, she's been a great fan of the show, a sponsor. I'm going to call her. She's from Delhi, Ontario. She runs a place called the Second Mouse. She's our friend, the Cheese Lady. It's time to check on her. Checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady, always having fun. Checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady, always on the run. We're checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady, always having fun. Checking on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, checking on the cheese lady, checking out her bum. Oh, cheese lady, we're just kidding. This is the Me Too generation. We would never look at your bum unless we were a doctor looking for some sort of uh, issues. Why wouldn't you look at her bum? It's a, it's a Me Too generation. It's against the rules. You're supposed to ask for consent to look at her bum. Come on. You're like, may I look at your bum, please? Can I have consent to look at your bum? 
And then she'll say, yes, you may have consent to look at my bum. And then you look at your bum and say, may I have consent to give you feedback about your bum? And the band plays behind me. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I want you guys to be around when I do that. Yeah, that's ridiculous, but that's the way of the world, Dave. This is what your children, your boys, your sons. There's three girls in here. Number one, these three girls that are in here tonight have all lived in the generation before me, too. When it used to be guys just pawing at them, you know? It used to be just me. (laughs) What? It used to be just me. Yeah, just you, yeah. Not me, too, just me. Just me, yeah, yeah. Oh, those are good times, eh? Or or you never. (laughs) (laughs) Guys look at your bum, you don't mind, do you? Guys look at your bum, it's kind of nice, isn't it? Come on. How come, guys, how come when you look back at a girl, when you're walking down the street and you look back at a girl, look at her bum, she never looks back? Even if she likes you, she won't look back. Even if she's interested in your bum, do you look back? Girls don't look back like guys look back. Guys look back, girls don't. Girls look at other girls. Girls check out other girls to see what they're wearing, how they got that guy. If they see a hot guy, they look at the girl the guy's with. Mm. They they check out the girl he's with. If if like I noticed that if I'm with the with my wife and I'm walking somewhere and a girl thinks I'm looks at me and thinks I'm attractive, she right away looks at my wife and starts really then comparing she's, herself to your and wife. she's focused on my wife and then I'm like oh I take that as well, a compliment. Judging oh. we're like gathering information. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're saying how do I get a guy like that? I got to figure out what this this broad's got going on here, you know. What decisions you see We're made? Shrewd. Is it because of those shoes? Those are those are pretty cute shoes. I like those shoes. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's the way girls are. They're like, oh, is it the way she's wearing her hair? Oh, is it? What is she? What is like? What is? How did she get that dude? Right? You know? That's what girls do. And they're it's, like, Cause it's it, a different action, but I think it comes from the same place. What do you mean? Say it. Explain to me. What I mean is, you look at girls' bums, and you're like, looking at girls' bums as like a man looking at a woman as like, from an animalistic. Yeah. Place you're like, could I procreate with that woman? I'd yeah. like to. Yeah. And the and the women, it comes from the same place, I think. They might be they look at the guy, they're like, Could I procreate with him? Yeah. This girl's procreating with him. What's she doing that I could do to procreate with him? It comes yeah, from the see, same we're, place. We're going one step farther than men think. Yeah. We are multitasking. Yeah. <laughs> we're not as smart as them. Yeah, we're no, no, but it comes no, no. from the same uh, uh, animalistic. Uh, I would like to, to slow this whole thing uh, down a bit here, okay? <laughs> because Jane just said something. She's like, uh, she's smarter because she's thinking about how am I going to replicate what this other person did to get this guy's penis yeah. inside of her, right? That's totally and, a step uh, further. Uh, what? Strategic. It's a step further because we're just like, oh, I'd like to get with that. And the girls are like, how can I get with that? Dave. We are looking at the place to put our penis. <laughs> that is effective and direct. We are going right for the fucking goal, dude. We're the best. We're efficient. They're taking extra steps. We're going right for the puss, man. Yeah, but you're not getting the puss. What? <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, how do you say that? The, our method worked like in the Stone Ages when you had a club. And you could just go and club her, <laughs> bring her back to your cave, <laughs> roll the stone across the cave opening. Oh, great lights. day. Great times. Great times. Good old yeah, day. We still have the same <laughs> mentality. We're just like, oh, yeah, got to get with that. The girls are like, I got to figure out how to get with that. Strategy. Yeah. Yeah. 
They well, play chess. They beat we us at everything chess. is my point. Yeah. <laughs> they are they are smart they are smarter than us, but we still get the stuff done is what I'm saying. I mean, mm. we're you don't like our style, but our our results have been pretty good over the years. We've had a winning streak of forever. Okay? Forever. We just started losing like maybe 10 years ago, and we're probably going to lose for the rest yeah. of our life. And really, like, we could just go find sperm. Yeah, that's what's happening now. Yeah. Uh, well, I can just go find Pete, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure the whole scenario of the girl looking at Jane, wondering, it never happened to you. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, it did. Plenty of times. <laughs> Two things are happening here. They're checking on my wife because they're saying, like, what is she doing to get him? Or they're saying... What is she doing with him? Yeah, it was two of those. What can I do to not get him? Yeah, like what? Like why did you do this to yourself? Like (laughs) he's like obvious. This guy's a mess. Looks like nothing's wrong with her. You're a good-looking woman. Nah, Paul, you're missing. You can uh, you can say what (laughs) you like, Paul. But there's a. I'm 45 years old. Uh, I'm gonna wait till the wheels spin to tell you. (laughs) But I'll I have a comeback for you, and I'm gonna wait till I get on this spot on the wheel. (laughs) I'm going to tell you that right Spin now. Up. Get us some beers, Polly. Is that it? Uh, Are we done feedback? Oh, we have to go Haitian Dwarf. Uh, Haitian Dwarf. Uh, give me some a word that rhymes with suit. With what? Clute. Clute? Butte. Boot. Boot. Butte. Coot. Cooter. <laughs> Shoot. Shoot. Loot. Give it a loot. Toot. My toot. <laughs> Steve, what are the chords? <laughs> a, D. The poop shoot. I got it, I got it. Poop shoot, yeah. Hi ho, hi ho, it's up the bed we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for the Haitian dwarf, that's it. Thanks, we did it. We did it, everybody. <laughs> fucking terrible. We, bro- we, 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 we broke it. We did it. We finally did it. Haitian Dwarf, uh, he's been with us since the very beginning of our program. Oh. And you know what about the Haitian Dwarf? He has always uh, been, uh, hey, Joe Rylitz here. Uh, just, just to finish off, uh, he hey, says, Joey. happy birthday, Pete. The reluctant German on drums. Awesome. Oh, he's watching live. I came during the show. Does that count? <laughs> Joe, actually, I, I, I've never thought of us making people actually ejaculate with our program. You know, I thought about, we've had people on this show that have said you've helped us through our divorce, you know. <laughs> yep. We've had people say that you've uh, helped me through my mental illness, you know. We've had people say that you've helped us. You helped me quit my job and start something new? Uh, who's done that? I don't know. No one's done that. No. Only I've done that. And, uh, well, and people everyone. have watched. They, they, they've watched me fail completely and then uh, tell me I'm not doing that. I'm staying <laughs> at my job. This guy's a, made a bad decision, uh, one bad decision after another. Did you hear he bought a church? The guy's nuts. <laughs> How is he going to make that work? It's never going to work. He's lost his fucking mind, right? I'm sorry. But that's what, uh, no? No? <laughs> <laughs> That's my inner voice. Is that my inner voice? <laughs> I might have to stop that. It might be my inner voice. I think you gave so many people hope because isn't that one of the most watched show or most listened to shows? The most listened to show is Quit Your Job, Return yeah. of the Rooster. <laughs> now, is it because I gave advice on how to quit your job or is it because Dave Charters was 
was fired from the show, was in, was embridled into a bitter lawsuit, mm. and then we oh, came... The drama. I, I don't want you we, to dredge it up, but it was bullshit. We made amends. Hey. The return of the rooster, we made amends, Dave. And you know how heartfelt that was? Remember when we cried in each other's arms? I put it behind me. That's it was after the show. Nobody got to see it on YouTube that time. But, you know, there was a period, if you listened to that show closely, you can listen to some dead air. Oh, yeah. During that dead air is me and Dave just embracing. Just hugging it out. And just sobbing in each other's arms. And I haven't seen something more gay than that since I saw Dave play with Mike Bow at Derek Van Hooten's wedding. That was the only thing. You or sang what, John was Lennon in a <laughs> legend? John Legend right into his face. Yeah. Right? Right into Mike Bow's face. It seemed to just work better if we were looking at each other. Were you even That's sharing not. a microphone? <laughs> <laughs> not at the start, but <laughs> at the finish. Yeah. I just threw one microphone microphone. It was aside. so beautiful. It was just like the candle ceremony where two microphones became one at the end, and it was like two families melding into <laughs> one flame. Remember that, Dave? All of me was all of Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so romantic. <laughs> oh, man. I had to sit there and MC. The, I was emceeing the wedding and watching them just gay out on stage. I was watching it with Michael's mother. You know, and I have I have nothing wrong with like I'm a I'm as uh, open minded about sexuality as they come. I'm not I'm not uh, uh, disparaging gay people at all. But when a straight person, two straight people, one with four kids and one who's just uh, you know is, uh, you know straight as an arrow. Mike's uh, uh, he doesn't have tendencies that way. You know, these are two straight straight guys, right? And uh, they are. Um, uh, doing the gayest thing you've ever seen that's funny <laughs> like that's funny you know if it was two gay guys doing it it would just be like oh, okay i guess this is their thing i accept it it's not funny right that's love or whatever that's like okay it's like something that there's a real moment now i feel uncomfortable for the real moment if there was a man and a woman doing it i would feel uncomfortable too it's a real moment right a man and a man we're both heterosexual acting gay to each other with serious conviction because they want to do this for their friend because it's his biggest thing. That's so commendable. It was a real privilege. Beauty, it was hilarious. And, and it was, uh, it was, it was, I was, uh, I was honored <laughs> and yeah. ashamed at the same time. <laughs> but but I think the, the gayest thing you've ever seen and the gayest thing I've ever seen are probably two different things. <laughs> <laughs> I would believe that. With the gayest thing you ever see, uh, was was it a, a dick real close? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just the shaft. You couldn't see the tip. <laughs> you could just see it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, we were both insinuating that you were blowing the dude, right? <laughs> Oh, you don't take offense to it. No comment. As that's it. We're done feedback, right? Oh, we didn't do the Haitian Dwarf. We didn't do him, right? No. We um, just screwed up. Haitian Dwarf. I have to go to iTunes here. iTunes. Haitian Dwarf, he, goes, he, he gives us I, uh, feedback every week on uh, iTunes. This week he says, uh, Norfolk County Fair, five stars. He goes, uh, sounds like a fun place. Do they have any dwarf-related activities at the Norfolk <laughs> County Fair? And, uh, so I, I got to say, we, we, we forgot to talk about the Burford Fair as well. Oh, yeah. The Burford Fair happened last week. Unfortunately, now, on the same weekend. But why did they, did they always do it's that? It's always been on the same weekend, yeah. Wow. 
anyways, Burford Fair sounded like it had some real attractions. Dave got to see a wrestling boat. <laughs> it was awesome. That went through the whole uh, they midway. Had a, they had a pin anywhere match for the finale, <laughs> and it was a tag team match, a father-son duo against some heels. And they went, uh, they left the ring. They knocked the ref out first, and then they left the ring, and they went all <laughs> over the midway. They were smashing hail, hay bales on each other and pumpkins. They went right up to the top of the super slide <laughs> and then, like, did a bit where they slid down the super slide and kicked the guy at the bottom when they got to the bottom. Oh, it was awesome. It is awesome. My daughter, my nine-year-old daughter, Sophia, was had a half-eaten lollipop, and she threw it right at the bad guy. <laughs> she was all in. It was great. Well, I'm telling you, like, Charters, awesome. Charters told me the whole story, like, with the details, you know? Sure. Like, this is what – then the one guy, he, he – Charters knew, like, the guy was, like, uh, knocked out the ref, and then this guy got up, and these two were, like, brother tag teams or father and son father or whatever. Son, yeah. And then uh, he knew the whole story, and it, and then he shows me the video on his phone, and it's just, like, quiet, you know? Like, it's just like you're at a fair, and there's just a couple, there's a couple of guys punching each other way up at the top of the slide, <laughs> right? Like, and it doesn't make any sense to me because I've watched only the clip of it, right? Yeah. But Charters has been in it since the beginning. They've oh, taken him so on this fun. ride and t- and they've walked through the midway and watched these guys beat each other up. You know, like uh, it's fantastic. It that really sounds fun. better than like anything on TV. Like it's, they, it's way better. They did a uh, couple of real dirty moves. They did the cheek, like the fish hooks on the cheeks. Oh yeah. They did that, and then they did the back rake. The one guy was back raking the other guy. Like that's a dirty move, eh? You don't yeah. rake the back. <laughs> rake the back. Yeah, eh? you know. <laughs> Smart. Oh, it hurts a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't want that. And then you put a little, uh, maybe some uh, vinegar on the back after. Lemon juice. Squeeze oh, yeah. it right on his back. You know what else they did? You know the thing where you put your head through the uh, wooden frame? Like where you take your picture because you put your face in the, it's like a wooden thing that's painted with people, but you get yeah. to put your head through it. The gallows? They, yeah. They, Is that what it's called? No, no not no. the gallows. It's just the, like a, a photo op no, thing. No, it's called uh, something, though. <laughs> a glory hole. It's, uh, <laughs> Is it a glory hole? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I'm not talking about gallows. This is like a photo op at the fair where it's like well, you put, it's a, it's a you put your head plywood. through a fish. Oh, yeah. like there's like a big yeah. fat lady and you put yeah. your face in and I'm and a now big you're fat the lady. fat lady, yeah. Or I'm like a unicorn. But they put the wrestler's head through it and then elbowed him on the back of the head like to guillotine him on the like they pulled his head right through it. It was awesome. Oh, they used one of those things. Oh yeah, they were using everything. They went right out through the midway. Did the crowd laugh a little bit when his head popped through? No one was laughing. They were all like shouting i couldn't believe the fans there was fans there that fo- i swear they follow these guys they knew their names oh it really was like independent pro wrestling i think it was called and uh the fans were super intense it really made the show you know pro wrestling's gone, going through a real resurgence right now and uh it's it's making actually making money yeah. like crazy i like it i like the storytelling of it and you know charles was saying his daughter saw the pumpkins were rigged and they were saying that. She uh, totally did. And she was calling them on it, saying that's crap or whatever. Get on her. And I'm like, uh, it's true though. If you're gonna watch a movie, you don't want to see that the the pumpkins yeah. rigged in the movie either, yeah. right? That's right. But to say it, it looks fake or it is fake, I got proof now. Well, you didn't need proof. It was fake from the yeah. beginning. I should have educated, her, but we just stumbled upon it. So you were you were like selling it like it was real. They're like these no, guys no. are just fighting. Well, I'm like wrestling. It's awesome. Let's go watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I oh, yeah. It, I wasn't trying to sell it, but I was just like, this is gonna be great. I didn't give them any context though. They'd never seen a a real wrestling. Still, show. whether there's there's cracks in that pumpkin or not, if it's a big heavy pumpkin, you oh, still yeah. got all that big pumpkin like skin and stuff thrown at your body. Like oh, it's yeah. gonna still like have the weight of that or whatever. As fake as it was, there is a lot of r- reality to it. Like you could hear the punches from the top of that slide oh, on your yeah. camera. They were yeah. actually hitting each other. It was sick. And the suplexes and everything, like, the mat's hard and heavy. Like, 
And they're slapping each other in the face, and you like, it was loud. Hey, Paul. You can tell it hurt. When me and you were having the last fight that we had, when you came at me and you were swinging at me, what percentage would you swing at me? What percent do you think you were swinging at me? For real. Like 10%. <laughs> okay. Because I knew it wasn't 100. It was, like, not real. Because, like, because you're going to swing at me to hit me, but you're not going to, you weren't trying to kill me or nothing. Like, you were, like, no. like you still have to understand that, they, they, you know. I was like, he wouldn't be hitting me 100%. Like, when we, when we were young and we'd fight each other, you're not, like, hurting him as much as you can hurt him. You always hurt him a little less, you know. You, you still want to hurt him. Win. Yeah, yeah, you hurt him, but you don't hurt him as much as you could hurt him. Like, if you were, like, if I hated him and it was a bitter fight or whatever, you'd be trying to hurt him, you know. But uh, when you're just goofing around fighting, you just hurt him a little bit, you know, yeah. 60% punch. Like, when uh, my cousin uh, punched you in the mouth and knocked your tooth out in Buffalo. <laughs> he chipped it. I chipped your tooth, yeah, yeah, sorry. Like, that wasn't a full punch. No. That was, like, a, maybe a 40% yeah, or something. 20 30% maybe. Yeah, but still enough to chip your tooth, right? Yeah, it still hurt. Yeah, it still hurts, right? I'll that's never, what I'm saying. Like it's I'll that's okay. And I've slapped you in the face and punched you in the face many times in my life, mm. and never 100 <laughs> percent, right? One backhand that was pretty good. Oh yeah, I was pissed. It rang my bell pretty good. I had a. Did I get a receipt? <laughs> Did I get a receipt from? No, that? I was just silent for the next three hours on the ride home. <laughs> I still haven't got one, eh? It's coming. You've hit me before, though, haven't you? <laughs> Have you hit me? I don't think so. When Dave does, he's ever not even. Stop. I've hit you a lot of times. <laughs> Grade nine, against the bus. Oh yeah, punched ya. I punched you and. Uh, I hurt you with words. Yeah, you did for <laughs> relentless. I was bullied. I was a, a victim of bullying <laughs> in grade nine, by uh, Dave Charters, and uh, another friend of mine. And uh, they were uh, they were like relentless bullies of my, uh, like of me in grade nine. And then I went to the back and I punched the big guy in the face. Yeah, and he shut right up. Prison rules, right? <laughs> I was at the front of the bus with my sister because she was switched to a new high school in grade ten, so she was like a little bit then uh, uh, like not really keen, uh, keen on the idea, you know. So she was like, uh, I just felt bad for her, so I like wanted to sit with her. And then uh, she didn't know anybody, and then. Uh, these dickheads would make fun of me all the time. And then one one time I punched the big guy in the face, and the other time I took Dave and pushed him against the bus outside. And then uh, we didn't really punch, but I, I think I, I kind of... You got your point across? I got my point across that I wasn't going to put up with anything. Mm. And then uh, and that didn't help with Charters. <laughs> but with the other guy, it helped. Charters still like pushes it, eh? That's kind of what I like about him, though. But now, but I've hit you a bunch of times since, and you never really came back. I think one of these times you're going to fucking go apeshit on me, eh? Like, it's going to be years of me just, like, mm. needling at you, and you just kind of register them all in the back of your head. Yeah. Lori. Sorry, Lori. I'm so sorry. Um, it might be coming. Maybe you think that's going to happen, that bubbling up moment? It'll be like the Christmas story or whatever when the kid gets in that fight and just swears all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? That will be Dave when he beats the shit out of you. Yeah, I'll just be like, he'll be like raining like punches, <laughs> like just flailing punches at me. And I'll be like, I can't remember what like I said. I'll be obviously like getting hit by him and thinking like, what was the joke? Like, it was a really good one to get him a like snap, you know? I'd be trying to remember it and laughing probably. Spin the fucking wheel. Well, how mad he is. <laughs>
Oh, no, let's not do that one. Okay. Because we ran out of time. Let's do this one. Count your blessings. Let's oh, do count yeah. your blessings. Okay, 45 years on this planet, and uh, you got to think, well, you know, it can't be all bad. You must have done something with all your time to be able to get to 45 years. So you got to think back, reflect. You're like uh, looking back at uh, a, a life half lived, you know? What I do with it? A little more than half, I'd say. Probably like three quarters left or whatever. But it's like a lot of it's gone, right? So uh, I'm like, I'm not too bad with what I was doing. When I started the show and I was 40, it was fine, right? But now it's, uh, but I was like, uh, it sucked. Like I, I, I did everything I was supposed to. And I, uh, I was supposed to be happy about that time, but I wasn't. It was like horrible. And then, uh, so... To hit 40 and be kind of like, ugh, you know? I didn't like what I was doing at all. And now to be 45 and be like, ah, oh, yeah, like it's like, I got at least got hope now that things are going to get cool. Things are going to be more, more I'd say the promising. last five years are better than the 20 before it. For me, it has been, yeah. Well, worse and better. Probably the, probably the most, the hardest five years and the most accomplished at the same time, you know? Like uh, as a person. The least amount of money I've ever made, but the most I've accomplished as a person, I would say, the last five years. Probably even since I've been a kid. Because I've been working since like four. <laughs> right? I was a I was a child laborer. I like child labor. There's not enough of that going around anymore. No, you need child labor. People bitch about those kids making sneakers, but those little fuckers got enough for cigarettes, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I saw it online. Let's spin the wheel. Oh, thank you guys uh, for... for You guys are my oh. blessing. Ah, oh, Kev Belanger. You know when two people in our Nocturnal Emissions band decide they're not going to show up for Pete Van Dyke's birthday show? We have to punish them. And the first of the two people we punish is Kev Belanger, the French tickler, our CRTC required Frenchman. Yep. Did not show up today. Last mm. minute cancellation. Yeah. He actually gave an I'm in earlier. Yes. And then. Followed by I'm out. Late in the game, I'm out. So as per the tradition of this program, when somebody decides not to show up for our show, we decide to punish them by spreading dirty rumors about them behind their back. And uh, this time I decided to use the game Cards Against Humanity to give uh -huh. us a little bit of a uh, help. So if you look at your cards, I've uh, given all of you people cards, white ones. So I will give you a sentence about Kev Belanger, and you have to look through your white cards to answer the question about Kev. Okay, I'm going to get start with this one. Kev Belanger's got 99 problems. But this ain't one. Brown people. <laughs> Kev loves brown people. Kev Belanger's got 99 problems, but this ain't one. You got one, girls? <laughs> How about this one? How did Kev Belanger lose his virginity? A sassy black woman. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe's delicious asshole. 
in, <laughs> inserted a mason jar into his anus. Grave oh. robbing. <laughs> Newfies. <laughs> Grave robbing. Grave robbing Newfies? Wow, Kev is a freak. It's fucking weird, man. See, we overthink things. <laughs> we took way too long to Yeah, yeah. I'm overthinking. During sex, Kev Belange likes to think about... Soup that's a stray, too hot. Oh, a stray pube. <laughs> a tiny, a tiny horse. Eating the last known bison. The Boy Scouts of America. <laughs> Syrupy <laughs> sex with a maple tree. Doing Wiping it in the butt. butt. <laughs> Wiping her butt and doing it. <laughs> Yeast. <laughs> Gets me hard. Oh, uh, wait. Uh, I never really truly understood blank until I encountered Kev Belanger. The FLQ? I don't know what that is. Strong female characters. <laughs> Horse meat. Poor people. <laughs> AIDS. A pirate's life. Soup that is too hot. <laughs> the profoundly handicapped. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. We got him. Give her a spin. Oh, I, I hope, hope it lands on Michael. Michael. Oh. Oh, oh, almost. <laughs> Doug Ford. You know, we on this program, we've talked a lot about this guy, Rob Ford. If you've if been a listener for a long time, back when Rob Ford was still alive, he was the mayor of Toronto. And he, used to, and he talked about uh, eating his wife's pussy and stuff like that in press conferences. Yeah. And it was great. Everyone loved it. All over the world, people love this guy, but they they all agreed that like he probably won't get elected again because he's crazy or whatever. And then there's a video of him smoking crack. Yeah, there was crack. You know, this guy's great. Anyways, he died, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> his brother is now lead, uh, the leader of our province. The whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing runs the entire thing. <laughs> Doing Doug, a great job, Doug Ford. And uh, you know, uh, people have strong opinions about the man. Uh, it turns out. Uh, um, He's uh you don't you shouldn't judge a man by his brother's behavior, you know? Yeah, you got that right. Uh, if you if you <laughs> judge me by my brother's behavior, uh you know, I would be in big trouble. Big big trouble. Ditto. I'd be finding your rolling papers all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh but Doug Ford, uh you know, it turns out uh he he seems to be not too far off. He says still a very uh, entertaining fellow at least. And he's got some strong ideas, and people are very, he's a very controversial figure. And uh, I would say that I'm on the fence with Doug Ford. Charter's a big supporter. I'm on the fence. I'm just going to see. I like some of the things he's doing. I don't like other things he's doing. This time, I think he's gone way too far. I think Doug Ford's gone way too far. He's managed to say in Ontario now if you are a Sikh, wear, uh, a turban wearing Sikh, turban wearing Sikh, you can uh, ride a motorcycle without a helmet. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, Rob Ford, which one? Doug Ford. Doug Ford. <laughs> Doug. <laughs> Mr. Ford. You've gone too far this time. You can't just pick a, who's that? Dave. You can't just pick a race of people, uh, like a nationality, and then tell them that they don't have to be safe. <laughs> you can't go say like, uh, okay, all you Sikhs out there, no seat belts, don't read the labels, you don't have to refrigerate after opening, like fucking live it up. 
brain damage doesn't apply to you. That's goddamn genocide, Chaz. <laughs> He's gone too far is what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't care either way. <laughs> Population control. All right, I'll spin it again then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't want to do that category. It's too Mike Bow, Mike Bow. Yeah, yeah, birthday, birthday shot. shot. Yeah. Paul's got to do a birthday shot unless James has carrot juice in her bottle. a little stronger this time. Yeah. You. Let's do Mike Bo anyways. While Paul's doing the birthday shot, let's just spin it again and go to Mike Bo. Is there anything besides Jägermeister? Hey. Hey, Mike. Would you like a limoncello? Oh, I'd love a limoncello. Is it in the freezer? Hey, Jane, grab a limoncello up top there. No, it's not in the freezer. It's on the cupboard. Mm. The freezer's frozen solid. Who is that cute Amish-looking young boy? That's Michael Bow. Now, let's, let me tell you. Michael Bow, band leader, my dear sweet cousin. Mm. You know how I feel about him. He's a dear to my heart. One-time band leader. Let's call him that. One-time band. Like, not, not that he did it once, but... That that's that's not limoncello. He was at one time. One time. What the hell is that? One time. What is that, Dave? That might know, be bad. That? Mm. It was good, though. Keep him coming, though. Anyways, Mike <laughs> Bo didn't show up. Pete needs one. It's Pete's birthday. My own cousin. And you know what? I got one right here. I nurtured Mike's talents like a baby a bird. I've regurgitated uh, nurturing vomit into his mouth week after week to try to support his talent. And yet, on my birthday... He does not show up. Mm. You know, yeah, the only thing he did come on and bring our Norpack stuff today. He apologized greatly. He was very uh, sympathetic. But you know what, Michael? Rules are rules. You need to be punished. And I don't care about uh, your yeah, parents, yeah, how much you celebrated Francis and Maris's nuptials last night, which were, you know, uh, obviously, Mike comes from the loins of Francis and Maris. And when they have to uh, uh, celebrate the anniversary of them tying the knot, which is on my birthday, Michael and his entire family, who are only exist due to the physical uh, expression of their love. Mm. <laughs> Intimacy. They celebrate that every year mm. heartily. And he, Michael's wore out. He's tuckered out. Tuckered out. <laughs> but you have to be punished, Michael. Mm -hmm. So if you look at your white cards again, uh, what did Michael find disturbing, yet oddly charming? Becoming a blueberry. Catapults. Hmm. A bleached asshole. <laughs> Five dollar <laughs> footlongs. <laughs> Paul's got the best cards. Pulling out. <laughs> That's a good one. During sex, did we already do this one? Yeah, we did that one. During sex, blankly, like, like um, Kevin mm. needs to think about. Mm. Um, <laughs> what did, uh, what was the answer to when Mike uh, confronted his father, my Uncle Marius, and he said, Daddy, why is Mommy crying? <laughs> Classist undertones. Anal beads. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Fiery poops. That's my aunt. That's my aunt you're talking about. The invisible hand. Oh. The fiery poop. Mine's no good. In the new Disney Channel original movie, Michael Bowe struggles with blank for the first time. Smallpox blankets. 
<laughs> Poopy diapers. <laughs> Waiting till marriage. Mm. Mutually assured destruction. Teaching a robot to love. <laughs> what did Michael bring back from Mexico? Mm. Pedophiles. Oh, fiery poops. A can of whoop ass. <laughs> heart, heart warming orphans. Muhammad. <laughs> That's a proper name. Multiple stab wounds. <laughs> Oh, you drank your birthday shot without us. Oh, sorry. You prick. I thought I was all done. <laughs> I was spilling it all over myself. Can you throw me a paper towel? Ah, it's Mike Bow again. Spin it again. Bitches. Oh, oh, yeah, let's just do the new weed rules. Yeah, yeah. We got like a week now, people. Six days. Uh, in six days, by the time we do the next program of this show, you would already be between one and three days away from getting your first order of uh, legal marijuana in Canada, and I can't wait to try this stuff out. I hear it's great. <laughs> Where are you going to get it, Pete? <laughs> well, there's only one place in Ontario to get it, Chasma, and it's the, uh, um, it's some website. The OCS. Yeah, the OCS, you're right. Yeah. So you're not going to have it on the 17th, then you have to send it to you. Yeah, between one and three days after the 17th, you're going to get it. That's right. So you have to go to the one site in this whole province that we live in. It's giant. You can only get it from one place. It's OCS.ca. At 12.01 a.m. on Wednesday, you'll be able to get a whole bunch of stuff. Dried flour, oils, capsules, pre-rolled joints, and accessories. No seeds yet. Mm. I don't want you growing it. Can you get pretzels? Huh? No pretzels. pretzels. No, no pretzels. No edibles, right? You just have mm. to sit and wait. For it to come to you. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you got to prove you're 19, and then you can get all your shit, and then they send it to you. Uh, can't You have to pay with Visa or MasterCard. If you can't get a credit card, you can't smoke weed. But yeah, yeah. You have to be 19 and have credit enough to get a credit card. If you get can't. Get your shit together, people. Yeah, if you don't have your shit together. No dice. Uh, you can get a prepaid credit card. And then if a policeman finds you smoking weed on the 18th, they're going to know you didn't get it from <laughs> this guy. Yeah, that's right. You can sign up now and prove that you're 19. But that's all it is. You have to go to this OCS.com. You buy like your weed. Are you going to do it, Dave? It's not like the cops give you shit now for smoking weed, though. Yeah, right? but they're going to start now. They didn't before because they, what you you know, don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> They didn't have anything to ask you, but now they can ask you about it, and they're probably going to charge you more, right? I think my biggest concern, though, um, is there going to be a weed tank the same way there's a, be <laughs> a oh, drug I hope tank, you know? I hope it's not the wow. same tank. <laughs> Hopefully it's a separate tank. I'm worried about that. I think it would be like there would be a lot of great art created in that, in that <laughs> weed tank. Yeah. It's just going to be a bunch of dudes that look like me just... Wandering yeah. down to the store at 4.30 yeah. in the afternoon. They'll have a PlayStation in there and some, yeah. some paint. Staring at the clouds. Half of the people weren't brought there. They just kind of wandered there. Acoustic guitar in the corner. Just a bunch of beige walls. They thought it was a drum. People's disappointed parents. Half the people just thought it was a drum circle. <laughs> it's like, no, this is a weed tank, man. I got, I'm forced to be here. In the weed tank, they probably take your shoelaces, not because they think you're going to hang yourself, but just so you have no fun, right? No cat's cradle, <laughs> no arts and crafts, nothing. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of conspiracy theories in that tank. 
I'm scared, man, because it's going to just create a bunch of rules. You're not going to be able to do it anywhere fun. You know? Yeah, that's right. Now that they, uh, there's an adjustment period where people are just going to have to get used to the fact that no, it's not going to change at all. But for average guys like us, then nothing's going to change. No. Now, they're talking about they're going to be more testing at work, that people are going to get tested at work. But, like, if you already work at one of those places, your work sucks already. They don't like, test for booze at work. Like, the test is, do you smell like booze? Yeah. Yeah, more people that are worried about you smoking weed are going to test, is all. And the people that are already worried are already testing, so that they're not, yeah. they're just maybe test more. They don't, uh, uh, the people that aren't testing now, why would they test? Because of the law no difference, right? There's going to be no change. You just can't smoke at work, yeah, so you can't wanna, drink at work. I don't want to get pulled over and asked for a blood test, though, because I've been pulled over yeah. high all the time, and they just don't ask about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, how is it high if it's always where you are? That's what I'm, not not for you in particular, no, no, but no, like. for me in particular. But like for people that are like, you know, like uh, but use it for medicinally or whatever. Then how are you high? You're just where you always are. That's just right. your level. Everybody's they need zero's to, different. You know? They need to prove, like with alcohol, that that your driving is worse when you're high. Has Imagine. anyone proven that? I don't think no one has. <laughs> they haven't been able to conclusively prove that anywhere. But it doesn't matter. It's emotion that makes law, not uh, facts. And a lot of people are just going to be using CBD to cure their ailments, right? Because right. CBD is non-psychoactive, but they're still going to fuck you over if you get pulled over. Even there's no there's no psychoact anyways no psychoactive at all with that eh? yeah but I think they'll still mess you up if you like I smoked just a CBD joint earlier because you can get CBD only strains right and you'd still stink right you still smell like weed eh? yeah yeah I know it's imperfect system but I don't care it's uh, these still progress and uh, I'm I'm for it I'm supporting it and I can't wait to try this stuff I hear it's fantastic oh, yeah, you gotta support. I don't and think I don't think more people will smell like weed after. No, it's gonna be no different. Look everywhere else. Go to Colorado. Go to California. Go anywhere. It's the same as it. Just nothing changes. It's just yeah. that there's the people that are smoking it are gonna continue. The people that aren't smoking it are gonna continue. There's not gonna be to. a few people that yeah. are gonna be like, I'm gonna try that because I've heard about it. But the only thing keeping me from doing it is because of the law. Because of the law. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a low right. percentage. There's of people, people doing cocaine still. It's. Yeah. <laughs> There, it's the, there's like a couple people that are like, now this is my first day ever, and I'm one of them. I'm going to try weed for the first time on <laughs> Wednesday at 12.01, and I can't wait. So I would never dare of, drink, of breaking the law. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I just want to let you know I am on the radio tomorrow. If you want to listen to yeah. AM radio in Hamilton, and Hamilton uh, 820, funny 820. Funny 820. Funny 820. Uh, I'm on with Manolas, Zontanos, and uh, Patrick Coppolino. Nice. And Mark Neighbors. And Mark Neighbors. Yes, that's right, Jazz. Yeah. I think that's his name, right? Yeah, three great guys and uh, two comics and a radio guy. They were, bo- were all fun to hang out with. If you listen tomorrow, I think it's 420 on Friday. Sweet. Uh, I'll be there. We talk about the church. We play a game. And uh, it's a pretty fun show. So listen if you're in the Hamilton area on AM Funny 820 tomorrow at 420. That's uh, Friday. Good program. Sweet. Yeah, it's a good program. Every week you can listen to... I, you've been on that show, Shazza? Yeah, I've done the show. Yeah, Shazza's done the show before. Anyways, good show. And uh, uh, I know i got some dates coming up. I'm in London. Uh, but I'll put them out on the website, and believe me, you'll find it. You were somewhere, Brayden? Yeah, I'm going to be playing with... Uh, no. the, the <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be playing with cats on uh, October, <laughs> October 19th at the Richmond Tavern at 10... Yeah. 
A 10. Right? A, ten? A, ten. a 10. Richmond Tavern, a 10. Good gig. I'm going to try to come out to that, man. <laughs> yeah, that'll be yeah. fun. 19th, I'll put it down. That's London, right? And it's cool. the Richmond. That's, that's London, Ontario. The Richmond yeah. Tavern's a good seedy hole. To go oh, to. I like oh, that yeah. place, yeah. I took a look at some of the pictures. It looks Oh, uh, I've played there before. Shady. Oh yeah, yeah. I've done, I've done some stabby open mics there. <laughs> yes, it's very, it's very stabby. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's like old, like it's like another time. You go into another time yeah, in that place, they right? They haven't changed it in forty-five years. Yes, yeah, it's, it's awesome. That's exactly what I love. The bat fifty on tab. Oh yes. <laughs> I we were, I was doing a show down the road at like the place called the Only. They used to have shows there. Yeah. Remember that? And then uh, everybody, the comics that they brought in. Couldn't, wouldn't buy the beers at the place we were playing at because they were too expensive. So they'd go down to Richmond and drink beer, and then they'd come back and say, Is my time yet? Yeah, they got like 350 OVs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Sweet. It's the best place. Anyways, uh, that, go see Cats in London. Yeah. And uh, you can go. You can always go to livefromthedutchhall.com or you can go to Live from Dutch Hall's uh, Facebook page or Dutch Hall on Twitter, Dutch Hall on Instagram. You know where we are. Even on uh, Snapchat, you can do something. Send Even me on a, Snapchat? Yeah. Send me a five-second picture of your puss, Dave. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. I won't tell anyone. This is between you, me, and whoever can get to me in five seconds that I can show. <laughs> that will believe me. I got something to promote you. Oh, and Shazma has something to promote? Not what? even uh, stand-up dates. I got some stand-up dates, but they're not. they're just... Here and there, you know. You know what we should promote is Tyler Morrison's that's new what, album. That's what I was yeah. just it comes out. out tomorrow on iTunes. Right. Two albums. Two How albums. often does a Canadian comic? Let's just put. This is something that I'd be very proud of here. Uh, just being in the uh, Canadian comedy industry, I watch a guy like Tyler Morrison, 35 years old. He's dropping two albums on the same day. The guy's prolific as they come. You know, hardest to write jokes the at the level this guy writes jokes at best in the country great joke writers and i i was able to produce two uh stand-up specials for him and oh, uh, awesome. Br- brayden helped me do the music for the intro for one of them that's Sweet. right but uh, i produced the whole uh the whole shebang there two specials out tomorrow on vimeo on demand i think it's like five bucks or two bucks two bucks to rent five bucks to buy it i think vimeo and on demand vimeo on demand tyler, Mar- tyler morrison Savage, Tyler Morrison, Comedy Exile, and uh, yeah, I produced them. I watched the beginning of Comedy Exile. You showed it to me, right? That was yeah. the one you showed me at the, be- the yeah with the drone shots and the snow. Yeah, farm. yeah. great job that Chaz did here. If you uh, can, I give you a plug for your business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silver Drop Media. If you guys have something to do, Chaz does excellent work. He's got a great eye for the business, and uh, if you're looking at doing a special. That's the guy. To, that's the guy to call. Tyler Shazman right there. Silverdrop Media. Man, anything, music, yeah. events. We're moving into the church soon, anyway. Silverdrop. Oh moving boy. In. Let's announce that. Yeah, yeah. Silverdrop's moving into the church. We only have two more shows here in the pool shed, and then we're gonna be hopefully. Uh, Are you calling it for sure? Two more shots. There are two more uh, shows. Three weeks from now, we'll be in the church. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Three weeks from now, we'll be doing a show in the church. Jesus. <laughs> He'll be wow. there too. I'm not saying that it's going to be like finished. I'm saying we might be in a construction zone doing a show in the church, but we're still going to be doing that. And we can sleep in the church. Mm, the band. With God. This is who sleeps in the church after uh, Live from the Dutch Hall Pot. Number one, when the, we go to the church, we go Sunday nights. We go uh, uh, Sunday night service at the church. Early. Uh, sure. Yeah, let's do it early. 8 p.m. 
Let's even go 7. I don't give a fudge. Let's go 8 p.m. showtime. 7 p.m. doors open, okay? 7 p.m. doors open. 8 p.m. showtime. How about that? 7.45 date. We learn the song. <laughs> With a live audience. With a live audience in front of you watching you learn a song? Yeah. I'm not sure about that. Day. You can go in the back and learn the song. And then come out. And then, I don't know. Wait, wait there. <laughs> no one will show up, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. The first one we might want to practice before the first show because maybe. the first show people maybe. might show up for. Yeah. I'm just telling you, because people have been asking. I can't wait to the first show at the church. No, me and then if uh, so, I think people will show up for the first show. And if we suck <laughs> on the first show, they won't show up for the second show. When we suck on the first show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we suck on the first show. All right, everybody. I didn't even get to play the games I wanted to play. Ah. <laughs> Next week. Next week. I had a dice. It was going to be fun. But anyways, it's been fun. Thank you very much for the birthday wishes, everybody. I like uh, I like the Facebook nonsense that everyone does on birthdays now. It makes you feel like, hey. You know what I got one thing to say is anyone that put HBD, HBD. Happy birthday. Yeah, it's like, it's like you're telling me uh, I've decided on this day that you were important enough for me to risk my life while I'm driving <laughs> to acknowledge your birthday <laughs> of a person I knew 20 years ago. Right? Don't do it, man. No HBDs. I'm going to say to everyone, send me HBD. I don't appreciate that. And I know you're thinking of me, and you're endangering the life of yourself and others in your car. Isn't birthday one word? That's right. Yeah, should it just be HB? Yeah, idiot. Then you're good. I'm going to go even on the, I'm going to go further out here and say that my mind had, I had a prejudice already against you, and my brother just made me hate you more. <laughs> You HBD. <laughs> Every single fucking one of you. It's HB. You don't put another. You're right, Paul, you man. That's bullshit. That's right. Anyway, guys, give us some feedback if you like to. You know, you don't just have to tell us you like the show. You can tell us you don't like the show and you don't like my opinions. And if that's the case, then please. I would love to hear it because I don't care. <laughs> and uh, if you'd like to do that, you can go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Until next week, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. send us a couple of messages hey fellas happy birthday pete huge burp my god that's got to be <laughs> awful in the headphones <laughs> all right see you later everybody thanks for listening